This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 29th of March. Help is on the way, Flux family. The Treasurer is expected to announce a temporary cut to the 44-cent fuel excise, and that is tonight. I like it. And the savings are going to be passed on to drivers from midnight. Really need this one, Party man. time. Get this one. The Metaverse just finished hosting its first fashion week. Oh I'm talking runway shows, after parties, immersive experiences, shopping, you name it. Mm. Also, big names involved. Dolce & Gabbana was there. They made their Web3 debut. Three absurd stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. The CEO of Star Entertainment Group, the owner of the Star Casinos, Mm -hmm. has resigned after an inquiry into the company found, quote, widespread misconduct. Can't say this is all that surprising, Brett. What is the story? So, Justin, remember how the Crown Casino went through a huge inquiry last year? Well, it turns out the Star Casino Group (laughs) ain't squeaky clean either. Nope. The Star had its own Royal Commission-style inquiry, and that found Star Casino helped high rollers bring in millions of dollars of offshore cash. And uh, they also set up a secret gambling room for them to splash the cash. And to top it all off, it also hid the fact of the illegal cash from regulators. And the icing on the cake, my friend, mm-hmm. was when consultants tried to tell the star that it wasn't operating in line with anti-money laundering laws. Yep, yep the star did not act. Yikes. And now the CEO is stepping down from his role at the company immediately. And that's just how the CEO cookie crumbles, <laughs> Justin. So what's the key learning here? When senior leaders are unwilling to hear the bad news, it can be really wounding for a company's entire culture. Juniors start to realise that there isn't really any point reporting issues if the senior team isn't going to take action. And Justin, this can create a culture of systemic Mm underreporting and uh, unaccountability. And that means more and more issues get swept under the rug. Just like they did at the start. But Brett, it ain't just the start. According to Gartner, a research firm, about 60% of all misconduct in the workplace is never reported. You know what they say, Justin, Mm -hmm. a fish rots from the head. Yep. For our second story, Stripe, the world's most valuable private fintech, is seeking new banking partners in Australia so that it can extend its payment services into loans and bank accounts. I think everybody wants a bit of Australia these <laughs> days, don't they, Juzzy boy? Tell me more about this one. Okay, so Stripe's a payment processor. They let businesses accept all kinds of payment methods. We're talking credit cards, yep. debit cards, mobile wallets, even buy now, pay later. And Brett, it's the world's most valuable private fintech. They're worth nearly 100 billion US dollars last year. Now, they're already in Australia, but they're ready to ramp things up because they're looking for banking partners here. And that'd be to create things like loans, like bank accounts. And Justin, Stripe is hoping that finding the right partner will help it become a leader in the banking as a service space. So what's the key learning here? Banking as a service is where banking products and services, they're provided through third parties under a partnership agreement. Think about it, Justin. One company, the OG old school bank, Mm -hmm. they've got all the licenses, the compliance, the financial stability to be a bank. But perhaps they just don't have the brand to attract customers. So they do all the back-end stuff that makes a bank run without the glitz and the glam. (laughs) Case in point, Westpac already uses its banking license to white-label deposit accounts to customers of Afterpay. And why is it so popular all of a sudden, Justin? Well, Brett, it's incredibly difficult to get a banking license in Australia. So basically, companies will leverage a licensed bank and make their mark on the customer experience. And this means pretty much any big brand company can become a bank. Could be Qantas, could even be a large football club, Magpie Bank. (laughs) Has a nice ring. (laughs) 
into it. And it makes sense, Brett, because 30% of customers in Australia are currently considering switching banks. And it works for companies like Stripe because they can use the bank's capabilities to grow their own offerings. For our third and final story, HubSpot, which is a customer relationship management tool, has created a platform to produce podcasts what? and creators who participate are going to get a monthly payment. <laughs> Major bag alert here, Justin. <laughs> Tell me more. Okay, so HubSpot is kind of like a one-stop shop for businesses to manage their marketing, their sales, their customer service. I believe the technical term here is software as a service, my friend. That's true. But Brett, this sassy crew are now launching a new platform and it ain't that customer relationship management here. <laughs> no, it's actually a media platform to produce podcasts and then distribute them on HubSpot's very own website. It sounds a little out of left field to me. Mm -hmm. So HubSpot's leveraging its position as a leader in the software space mm -hmm. to help raise the profiles of some newbie creators. And it follows a much wider trend of SaaS platforms stepping into the creator space. Ah, so what is the key learning here? As old distribution channels like ads and blog posts become expensive and redundant, software companies need to find new ways to reach their audience. Now, Jazzy Boy, back in the day, HubSpot was just an inbound marketing platform mm -hmm. and it used its blogs to drive interest in a company's products or its services. But that old news is kind of old news. <laughs> so HubSpot, they needed to create a new program to drive interest in their own products. And that's also why they bought the newsletter named The Hustle. And HubSpot ain't the only one doing this no, sort of stuff. No, no, my friend. Salesforce launched Salesforce Plus. It's a streaming service with podcasts, live experiences, and their own original series too. And if I'm not mistaken, even old LinkedIn launched its Creator Accelerator program. Yeah. Times are a changing, B-Man. Indeed. Brett, I know you have a thing for the number 250. I have always loved that number 250. <laughs> Flux fam, we're currently on 232 five-star ratings on Spotify, and Brett really needs to get us to 250. I can't sleep until we get to 250. <laughs> so if you can scroll up, give us a five-star rating on Spotify, we would absolutely love you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.